הרי נימי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבדורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדושים אשר בארץ הם אביבך רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחה נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגי וצמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן We're going to do a few of them today, 42 and 43 as well, speaking about uh, happiness and uh, distancing oneself from depression and sadness. We're going to see what this means. Lots on this, a very, very practical idea, and uh, we'll discuss a few things uh, in connection with this. Lev nishbar ve'atvut eno inyan echad klal. Rabbeinu is coming to clarify to us, and he says like this, a broken heart, And depression are not the same thing whatsoever. A broken heart exists in the heart. But sadness, depression, comes from the spleen. And all of this is brought down in Tikkun Ezoach. Um, in Tikkun Ezoach and also in Nikut Moran, Lesson 23 also discusses this idea that Atvut comes from the spleen. And we know that sadness also stems from... Uh, The female angel by the name of Lili, we don't finish off her name, the, uh, the counterpart of the Satan, the wife of the Satan. And uh, she um, represents sadness, as we know, because her name comes from the word Yelala, which means to will, represents depression. And we say that in Tikkun Ezra, Techol Dar Lili, Techol represents this angel. So we can make that connection too. Nonetheless, we see the spleen represents depression. The depression comes from the spleen, it comes from that place. But brokenheartedness comes from the heart. And this depression which stems from the spleen is the evil side in itself. And God hates it. Rabbeinu is very clear here. Hashemit Barach hates depression. Rabbeinu the Torah and this, he discusses this. God hates it. But a broken heart is very dear to God. Because a broken heart is very precious before Hashem. Rabbeinu says it would be good if a person had a broken heart the entire day. But people at our level, people like an average, an, the average person, he's able to come from a broken heart and uh, from a broken heart can easily lead into depression. Rabbeinu is saying a person has to be careful not to be brokenhearted too much. He's saying for the average person. For others, for great tzaddikim, this isn't necessarily the case because they know how to control that brokenheartedness so it doesn't go any further than that. But Rabbeinu is saying for the average person, a person has to be careful that this brokenheartedness doesn't de uh, degenerate into depression. Because it's very, it can very easily lead to this. As Rabbeinu teaches us in Lesson 24 of Likut HaMontidiana, the second volume of Likut HaMoran, Rabbeinu teaches us that a person needs to be happy all the time and break his heart for an hour a day. We're going to discuss here. To do it, to set aside an hour a day, to speak to Hashem in your own language, to break your heart. Um, and what do you call it? The rest of the day to be happy. Because Rabbeinu says over there that happiness isn't as close to laziness as brokenheartedness is as close to depression. Meaning if you're happy all the day, it's harder to fall into laziness and just being like a, a jokester and not doing anything. 
meaning that happiness falls into this laziness and this uh, joking, uh, this, this uh, joking attitude. It's much more distant from each other than the closeness of brokenheartedness and depression. So Rabban was saying it's more dangerous if you're brokenhearted more of the time, uh, most of the time, than being happy most of the time. Because brokenheartedness, being being brokenhearted most of the time, is closer to depression than happiness is closer to laziness. So um, Rabban says being brokenhearted for too long for the average person is dangerous. <laughs> As we just explained. Therefore, a person must set aside an hour a day, whatever you decide, whatever hour you decide uh, that hour to be, you must set aside an hour a day to have a broken heart. What does that mean to have a broken heart? Meaning you have to seclude yourself in meditation. In solitude, and to break your heart before Hashem. Brought down in another place, in different lessons of Likutur Moran. But the rest of the entire day, aside from that hour, you have to be happy. Rabbeinu warned us about this many times over. That he should, that we should, uh, what do you call it? That Rabbeinu warned us to be courageous and to be strong. That we should have a broken heart for an hour a day. But depression, not at all. Rabbeinu says, depression, do not even think about it. Nothing, not a drop of it. Broken heartedness for an hour a day, okay, good. Depression, not, not a single drop. After that broken heartedness, that hour of broken heartedness, the rest of the day should be besimcha. And Rabenu discusses this in Chayyim Oran, in uh, the biography of Rabenu, in which Rabbi Natan writes everything over there. In lesson two thirty five and two thirty six, Rabenu discusses the inyan of simcha of happiness and broken heartedness, and uh, depression as well. Rabenu says that when you guys look at me, it seems to you guys that I'm depressed. And Rabbeinu says, you guys are mistaken. Because the truth is, I'm actually very happy. But you guys must not follow my, my face, which seems depressed, even though I'm not. You guys must not take me as, a, as an example here. Because um, I'm, paving a, I'm constantly paving roads. Meaning Rabbeinu was constantly paving new ways, and new pathways of service of Hashem Bach for students, for the entire world, for the generations to come. Rectifying souls, etc., that he needed to keep a serious face, as he said. And therefore, Rabbeinu was warning his students, he's saying, do not learn from me this idea of, I'm telling you to be happy, but don't learn from me that you can be happy, but with a, not a, serious, with a serious face. Rabbeinu was saying, I want you guys to be happy the entire day, and for an hour a day to be brokenhearted. But the rest of the day to be happy, and that it shows on your faces. Because me, I'm not an example, I'm paving roads, and I'm, I'm engaged in something constantly that you guys have no idea. So, Rabbeinu was saying, you guys have no idea what I'm doing. And because it's so serious, the work that I'm doing, and that all the worlds are dependent upon this, you guys cannot learn from me. So Rabbeinu made an example. Rabbeinu told the students, he said, the person you guys should be learning from is Rabbi Natan. And he said this on separate occasions. But um, Rabbeinu continues, and he says that the students, uh, sorry, that the descendants of David Amelech, meaning the Baal Shem Tov, and his descendants, Rabbeinu, Rabbi Nachman, of course, and all his descendants, 
are very accustomed to having broken to having a broken heart. Because David Melech was uh, the founder of this brokenheartedness. With the with, we see within the writing of Tehidim how brokenhearted David Melech is constantly, and his entire life is filled with brokenheartedness. How much David Melech engages in Nidbodadut, in meditation to speak to Hashem Ba. He David Melech symbolizes concept of brokenheartedness and constantly feeling. Uh, longing for Hashem Bach. So Rabbeinu says that the descendants of David Amelech, the Bar Shem Tov and his descendants, constantly, uh, what do you call it? They live by this idea of brokenheartedness. And Rabbeinu speaks about his uncle, Rabbi Baruch, and he says that Rabbi Baruch specifically, we see that with Rabbi Baruch, he's constantly in brokenheartedness. We never see him with a smiling face. But Rabbeinu says, I do not want you guys to learn from this. I want you guys to be brokenhearted for an hour a day, however long you can handle, maybe two hours for another person. Um, Rabban will give directed to certain students how much to do it and um, depending on each person you, each and every person will feel this in his heart how much he feels the need to break his heart um, after that point he'll feel uh, the need to be happy and um, Rabban says don't learn from this idea I want you guys to be happy <clears throat> the rest of the day we have to be happy Adzvut and we enter the next Iman lesson 42 and for anyone who's wondering what the definition is, what the difference is between depression and brokenheartedness, Rabbeinu explains this right now. What is depression? Depression is like a person who is in anger and in rage. He's enraged. Like someone who's complaining, arguing, and getting angry at Hashem. God forbid. For the fact that God is not doing this man's will. A person has a sort of will or desire and God is not filling it. So he gets angry at Hashem. Rabbanu says this is depression. But a broken heart is like the emotion a son who sins before his father feels. Like it's brought down in the Gemara Ta'anit, page 19a. Like a child who brings claims and who complains and cries before his father for the fact that he was distanced from him. The child feels the distancing from his father. The child feels how far he is from his, uh, from his creator, from Hashem. This is brokenheartedness. It's like a longing. It's, that's the difference. The depression is like a place of anger and rage for the fact that you feel like God is out to get, to, to get you. Whereas brokenheartedness is a place of longing to, to draw close to Hashem. Look in another place with regard to this. Rabbeinu discusses this in other lessons of Likud Moran. In... Uh, Look in, uh, we're going to discuss this in next podcast a little bit more about this. Also, if you go to Sikhot Aran, number 231, uh, over there, Rabbeinu discussed how a student once came to Rabbeinu and asked him the difference between depression and brokenheartedness. And Rabbeinu explained that brokenheartedness is like a person who's in a crowd of people and he feels a longing for Hashem Ibar. So what? He goes to the side and he turns his face from the crowd and he says, Ribono Shalona. And Rabenu, as he was describing this, he actually did this with his own hands. And he started saying, with longing and emotion. And all the students there were amazed by the, the, uh, the sheer sincerity of Rabenu. This is what it means to be brokenhearted, to have a longing for Hashem. And in a crowd of people, you're there, but you feel the longing to draw close to Hashem. So you say, where am I? That's what it, that's what it means. Siman Mem Gimel, the last Siman for today. Al Marash Rabbanu says that depression and gloom can cause a person to not know his own name. 
ואמר בדרך צחות, רבנו said in a light way, in a, in a casual fashion, in almost like a, a light tone. When they ask a dead person to recite his name, he forgets his name as he's brought down. This idea is brought down in uh, famously in Rashid Chochma and Midrash Ribut HaKever. It discusses over there all the things that happen to a soul after they leave this world, things that are, are quite scary. I don't want to mention them. For a person who wants to study more about this for Yachamayim purposes, of course, it's very important to study this. Um, but it's very scary things. It's, uh, it's things that happen to the soul, the body, after a person uh, leaves this world and the angels that come to separate the soul from the body. Um, and they ask him his name to stop his suffering, but the person forgets, <laughs> and the suffering continues. It's a very deep idea. And Rabbanu is going to explain that, uh, something that is brought down. Um, in the next podcast, we're going to discuss this, how there's a segura to remember your name on Yom Adin, on the Day of Judgment, after you leave this world. Very uh, incredible things, very awesome things. Um, but nonetheless, Rabbanu says that just like a dead person, when they ask him his name, they forget his name. And it's brought down famously, this idea in, the, in, the, in uh, Rashid Chochma. <clears throat> so over there it describes this. And Rabbeinu describes why the dead person forgets his name. And the reason being is because the dead man, he's in gloom and depression. And therefore, therefore he does not know his name. The name represents the Nishama. It's something very deep. And Rabbeinu seems to be implying here, I'm sure there's much more to it because I'm only tapping into the surface level, that uh, when you fall into depression, you forget who you are in a sense. You forget your soul. And therefore you do not know your name because your name is directly linked to your neshama. So you forget a part of you when you're, you're, when you're depressed. It's not really you. You're overcome by the satan. It's something completely different. The malach It has nothing to do with you. Therefore you forget your name. You forget your mission. You forget your task. You forget what you're here to do. Rabbeinu says when you're, the dead person is asked by these angels what his name is, he forgets. And the main idea is like this. The person needs to be very careful, very, very careful to be constantly happy. Even if he is the way he is, meaning even if he's filled with sins. saying even in the case of a person who's very far from Hashem, a person who might have never done, who, who, who might forget, who, who might not even be able to mention a mitzvah he has done, a good thing he has done in his lifetime. Even someone like him. Afar pichen, nonetheless, nismoch me'od shelo goy. He has something to be very happy about. And what is that? That he was not created a goy. That he was not created a Gentile. Even the lowest Jew has something to be happy about. Uchvar mevoar shal inyenem ha'asab asher enam karoin egodibach. And Rabbeinu says, it's already been explained that with regard to a person's actions that he feels are not proper before Hashem Yitbach, he needs to address this in that hour of conversation in which he uh, uh, puts himself in solitude and he expresses himself before Hashem Yitbach, that hour of Yitbodedu, that hour of meditation alone with Hashem. That's when he breaks his heart before Hashem Yitbach and discusses the fact that he feels he's not doing what he should be doing. In, uh, in another uh, place. In that hour of brokenheartedness, it's forbidden to be depressed. There too. You must make sure it's only a broken heart. But the rest of the day, after that hour of brokenheartedness, 
that our will do you have to be happy. And Rabbeinu adds the final element here. Something very powerful. Through happiness, a person can revive another one. A person can revive someone else just through happiness. And these people, there are people that exist in this world that have tremendous afflictions, great suffering. May God spare us from this. And it's impossible to tell these people, to speak words to these people that can unburden their heart. And they want to speak themselves. They want to express themselves. But they have no way of expressing and telling, about, telling others about who they, what they're going through. About what they're experiencing. About what's on their heart. They are walking. They go about this world filled with afflictions and worries. But when they come across a person with a joyful face, with a happy face, this happy face can literally revive them. And Rabbanu says to revive another person is not something small. It's not something in vain. It's something very lofty. The it speaks over there about two jesters who merited the world to come, who merited a very high place in the world to come through the fact that they spent their entire day trying to bring happiness to people. They used to spend their day in the marketplace going to different people, seeing who were sad and making them happy, making them laugh. And because of this, they uh, were given a massive uh, portion. So we see here, this is not something small. Happiness not only affects yourself, it affects others. Who doesn't want to be happy? And there's nobody better in the world of all the tzaddikim that we've ever had. There's no one more fitting to explain and to, to give us the advice on how to attain happiness than Rabbeinu. Because no one else before Rabbeinu said, It's a very great mitzvah to be happy always. No one speaks about happiness like Rabbeinu. So, Bezrat Hashem, Bishut Rabbeinu HaKadosh, and Bishut all the true tzaddikim. May we follow Rabbeinu's advice and truly attain happiness. May God grant us happiness, even though we might not be worthy of it. May we find the small points in ourselves that are good. And Bezrat Hashem, tilt the scale from guilt to merit so that we can really, really be happy with who we are. Bezrat Hashem.